G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, you might be aware that there is a frozen berry scare at the moment because of the appearance of hepatitis A. As a result of Nana's frozen mixed berries, one kilo pack, and also Nana's frozen raspberries, the one kilo pack, and that also appears in Creative Gourmet Mixed Berries, 300 gram and 500 gram packets. Let's get an update on what's happening with Hepatitis A. Uh, CEO of Hepatitis Queensland is Clint Ferndale. Clint's joining us. Hello, Clint. Welcome along to 2020. G'day. Thank you. Clint, the recall on these berries, it's pretty significant because people are contracting Hepatitis A and while there might be only a few cases at the moment, there's expectation that number's going to grow fairly sharply. Uh, What is the concern with Uh, with contracting hepatitis A from these berries? Well, the concern with hepatitis A is uh, that it's uh, a virus that gets in the liver and it gets in the liver through food or something that's ingested that carries the virus, and that's normally through what's called the faecal-oral route, so it's contaminated by excreta in some way or other. There's a, uh, as I understand it, there's a a rather long um, incubation period for hepatitis A symptoms, so it could be quite a while before any symptoms show up in any particular person. But hepatitis A is really only an acute uh, issue. In other words, it doesn't become chronic, unlike other hepatitis like B and C, which uh, stay in the body for a long time and and attack the liver over a long period of time and cause great uh, ongoing chronic concern. Hep A is only an acute disease and, and without making light of it, it, it just comes and goes. And then after that, the, the person who's had Hep A uh, doesn't get Hep A again. So in that sense, it's a, it's a minor issue. Um, it is a major issue in the sense that food is contaminated, certainly. Okay, the sorts of symptoms that people would expect and what they should look for, because I think uh, this has like an incubation period of between 15 and 50 days. So any time over the coming weeks, what sort of symptoms would people look for if they were concerned about hepatitis A? Well, if if they've been unlucky enough to pick up that the hep A virus, they would get uh, symptoms that are sort of typical of a gastrointestinal disease like uh, gastroenteritis, you know, that sort of thing. So you get an upset tummy. There's a little bit of jaundice is probably involved, which will show in a bit of yellowing of the whites of the eyes, for example, maybe in the facial skin, and uh, p- perhaps a little bit of soreness around the liver, around the liver area in the, in the abdomen. Um, they are the main sorts of symptoms, I think, for hepatitis A. Now, you can get a vaccination for hepatitis A. Is that something that's being recommended at the present time? You certainly can get vaccinated for Hep A and also for Hep B, for that matter. But Hep A is normally it's not so common in Australia, and when people travel to places like developing countries, third world countries, and what have you, where they're likely to come across some sort of contamination, it's quite common for hepatitis A vaccination to be issued to be given to those uh, people or people who are in areas where they're prone to get hepatitis A. I imagine that might be uh, plumbers and drainers, that sort of um, occupation. Certainly is a vaccination. Um, 
I would imagine that the vaccination is, is required to be in the body before exposure. So I'm not sure that it would apply in, uh, in this particular case because people hopefully are not continuing to consume the product. Clint, uh, people, I guess, would be concerned about the yellowing of the eyes uh, and the idea that there's some sort of upset in your liver. Is there any lasting effects or any damage that's done because you've contracted hepatitis A? Uh, not that I'm aware of. It's not, as I say, it's not a chronic condition. It, it uh, comes, it's dealt with and it goes. It's either dealt with, uh, well, dealt with usually by, by the body itself. Um, and I don't, I don't know of any uh, longer term complications. The, the difficulty with these sorts of things is if they are a co-infection where, where somebody happens to be ill from some other cause, some other reason, and then you, if you get something like this on top of it, then things could be compounded. Um, and that's really um, the issue, I would think. The, the, any sort of major issue with hepatitis A would come from that sort of area where people might be ill from something else and, and then this uh, added weight on the body's immune system complicates things. And if you've but contracted... hepatitis A itself just comes and goes. If you've contracted hepatitis A from the berries, uh, are you then contagious in any way to others that you might be, say, perhaps in your family, in contact with? Uh, not as such because it's a matter of hygiene. So it's not contagion in, uh, in terms of passing it on from one person to another, except in the sense of uh, your own personal hygiene. As I mentioned, it's transferred by what's called the faecal-oral route. So uh, human excreta in some way, even in very tiny amounts, uh, gets passed on on dirty hands, for example, and that sort of stuff uh, for people who are maybe preparing food, that sort of thing. Um, so it's uh, not contagious in itself, but it can be passed on in that manner. So the, the trick is wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Okay, and so if you've been eating the berries that have been recalled, uh, I guess uh, stop eating the berries, dispose of the berries, or uh, some people have been suggesting keep a hold of the packets in case there's some sort of a, a legal action or anything like that. Is that something that you're advising? Oh, that's... that's... That sort of advice is a bit outside my realm. Um, I have seen various uh, posts and articles uh, that uh, mention that, and I, sort of, I suppose that would make common sense, but I can't give advice on that matter. No, that's fine. And, uh, of course, uh, I guess see your doctor if you have any of those sorts of symptoms that we were talking about. Yes, I think so. I think that's the idea. But um, basically we get back to a personal hygiene. As I said, the, uh, the secret formula is wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Clint Ferndale's the CEO of Hepatitis Queensland. And uh, Clint, great getting your insights. Thanks so much for updating us today here on 2020. You're welcome. Thank you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.